0: All right, I'm about to get this thing started. Um, This is a very serious topic, and I am going to do my best. Um, The big part, the big thing about Red Pill Radio is speaking the truth and talking about those uncomfortable things that people need to be talking about, but they're so distracted that they can't focus. So let's get right into it.
1: I feel like every little girl dreams of being something when she grows up. Some little girls dream about being lawyers, some dream about being mommies, and I dreamt about being a singer.
0: Listen real close.
1: girl tie your hair up if you want to be a star yes 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 30 million people want a shot how much would it take for you to spread those legs apart yes right yes right. yes right. right
2: right oh I'm the
1: gatekeeper spread your legs open up You could be famous, if you come up anywhere else, I'll erase you. Drink up, bitch, we got champagne by the cases. Don't you know, don't you know, we are the gatekeepers. Spread your legs, open up, you could be famous. You know we're holding the dreams that you're chasing. You know you're supposed to get drunk and get naked. $20 million in a car. Girl, tie your hair up if you want to be a star. Thirty million people want a shot. How much would it take for you to spread those legs
3: apart?
1: Oh, I'm the gatekeeper. Spread your legs, open up. You could be famous. Wait till five years down the road and you're failing. Keep fucking these regular dudes that are nameless. Don't you know? Don't you know that? keep us spread your legs open up you could be famous girl on your knees don't you know what your place is got gold on my dick girl don't you want to taste 20 million dollars in a car girl tie your hair up if you want to be a star
2: We are the people you? me
1: on Twenty million dollars in a car. Girl, tie your hair up if you want to be a star. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
4: You, when you know the picture was bigger, who am I kidding? From the beginning, you ruin everything, you do it every time. You are my enemy, you are no friend of my motherfucker. You motherfucking right, you motherfucking right, I'm bitter. You motherfucking right, I'm triggered. You motherfucking right, I. I am going to fuck you right now mm-hmm. I just turned the lights out now And you know when the sun go down That's when it would all go down Been a minute, been a while Ain't nobody here since you with it You know you always know what to do with it But I on me and you without you in it Damn, I'm about to burn this bitch down Think I need to lie down Cause I'm not tryna wild out now But right now Fuck around and go crazy on cuz. Might fuck around have to pay me in blood. Hey. This ain't the way that you want it. Might catch a case in this bitch. Don't let me catch you face to face in this bitch. Mm. Trying my hardest not to disrespect mm, okay. you. After what you did, man, what you expected. Mm. You motherfucker. Oh. Yeah. You motherfucking right. You motherfucking right. I'm bitter. You motherfucking right. I'm triggered. Yeah. You motherfucking yeah. right. I'm the time fly, yeah. Try to let the time go by. Yeah. Try to let the time heal all. Try to let the time kill all, all the memories. All of you bring to me, all that history, all that history. I'll calm down eventually. Fall back eventually, please. Coming back eventually, fall back. Baby, I don't know what happened You know all of my bad habits You know it's hard for me to control that shit, man Cause when I get mad, I get big mad Should've never did that, get bad About to feel the wrath of a menace in my back and my feelings, I'm a bad little bitch, you know I'm triggered when I see your face Triggered when I hear your name Triggered I'm not okay uh, You need to stay out my way Triggered when I see your face. Trigger when I hear your name. Trigger Now I'm not okay. Yeah you need to stay out of my way. You need to stay out of my way. Yeah. You need to stay out of my way. Yeah of my way
2: yeah oh. oh,
4: oh, oh
3: You, yeah, so. you never thought the universe be looking for revenge.
0: Yeah. Talk to me. Look
3: you just doing a life like that. Dinging no. at nobody, even about. i
0: into it all right so as you can tell from the uh, title I will be touching on the me too not touching I'm going to be talking about the me too movement and what it means for the world and just a lot about like digging deep talking about the things that we should i feel like we should really be talking about and not get distracted but i will talk about some of the stuff that has gone on in the news so just recently just like today or yesterday um there's been um in the news about harvey weinstein who i'm sure most of you already know about um this is mic check mic microphone check microphone check that's much better okay so let me start that up so as you can tell from the title i will be talking about the me too movement and the different people figures that have been in the news as of late and in the past Um, I have been doing this podcast for very long, so it's coming to light, and the whole point of this podcast is to talk about those uncomfortable things that people are afraid to talk about, and the stuff that we know is going on, but nobody's really talking about it, and the matrix keeps us from being aware of these things and actually doing something about it, so I'm going to be talking about it in this podcast because it's long overdue. I'm so happy that this conversation is happening um, and you know I started doing everything myself because of Holly Weird and all the stories that I've heard about it, and even without the stories when I first came like when I first started to uh pursue music and wanna put my stuff out there, I was basically like this type of weird stuff happened like um. I had a mixtape out or whatever. I just finished my mixtape. I had done everything and uh, produced it, recorded it. Actually, I used other, like, it was remixes and stuff. But um, there was this big group in Houston at the time. They're not that big anymore, but at the time they were big. And they were doing photo shoots or whatever for people. And I was like, cool, I need a photo shoot for my little mixtape. I was, like, 18, 19 years old and um didn't know anything about the music industry really and so went out there and did the photo shoot but the guy who i got connected with to do the photo shoot he would always text me and this one day he was texting me talking about um you know do you want to go out on a date and i'm like "Mm, let's keep it business and and before that, he was talking all this stuff about, you know, I can get you on mixtape with this DJ who's a lot more famous than him. But, yeah, he could be on your mixtape. He could do all this, that, and the third. And after I was like, nah, we're going to keep a business, he just disappeared. And I've heard so many different stories that are way worse since doing this business from women who just want to get their music recorded. And I'm going to talk more about that Um, on the second half um, but just wanting to get their music recorded they have to go through like this uh, one girl who I was teaching songwriting to she was telling me how she paid to get her music recorded and it just so happens that this guy would always flirt with her and she's like no I would just like my music and one day he was just like "Um, you know I don't have to mix your music right What you mean you don't have to mix my music right? Like, I paid you to mix my music. What you mean you don't have to mix my music right? And it's story after story after story. Like, a girl called me because I was advertising my business. She called me, and she was, like, almost in tears. She was like, you know, I just gave up because I had, you know, all these A&R telling me how how great my music is and all this other stuff. But I got to a point where... I had to do something strange for some change. Otherwise, they were going to blackball me. And I chose not to. And I just never pursued music. And it's just ridiculous. Like, I have five more stories like that. So, let's dig into it because there's a lot of people that are on one side of the fence, there's people on the other side of the fence that are like, you know, like with people like Harvey Weinstein. I don't hear too many people defending Harvey Weinstein, which he sounds, he seems real raggedy. Like that many women saying that you did something, it's so sad that people in power, the king of Hollywood has done, like raped and molested and sexually abused so many women and if you murder somebody if you rob somebody not only will you go to jail for life or for a very long time or immediately everybody that was a part of you murdering these people and every if you're a regular person also let me clarify that because i watched the oj simpson trial just the other day and it's just like what So, on Netflix, whatever. Everybody around, everybody that was complicit is going to jail for a long time. You got to pay some serious money. But when people are billionaires and millionaires and they're influential and they know politicians and all this other stuff, like, all of that is horrible. Because for years, women was... Told that, you know, I mean, you're wasting your time trying to fight him in court because he has these high powered lawyers and he can just pay people off and all this other stuff. And so this stuff has been going on for decades and people know about it. But they don't say nothing about it or they don't try to stop it. People working in the company now they want to talk about, yeah, we kind of, we all knew it was going on, but we were trying to get paid and he was such a talented person and all this other stuff. And same thing goes with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I'd never heard of him before, but he's a billionaire and um, basically he would dang near capture teenage girls and take them to this island and have them prostituted for famous people and powerful politicians supposedly prince andrew had flown on his jet and gone to this island and was messing with these women and underage like 13 to 18 and supposedly bill clinton he said he had only been on his plane four times which you should have never been on his plane no time but we know your track record you're kind of raggedy you're real raggedy um and then there's proof that he's actually flown on this man's plane 27 different times okay these are the people in power doing this weird creepy shady stuff you mean to tell me You have a whole island dedicated to selling off women and sexually abusing women, capturing young, not even women, young girls, and you're just getting away with it. Like, how is that even humanly possible for that long? And that creates me because he had – and it's just so much. I don't even want to go into the details and stuff, but supposedly he last week or the week before last or something – He committed suicide, but they believe that he was killed, which I don't care whether he was killed or suicide, like, it's a hot mess. I honestly believe that 9 times out of 10, he's just on another island, because supposedly Clinton was under fire, Prince Andrew's under fire, and all these huge people are under fire and he has dirt on all these hollywood people all these powerful politicians and stuff like that. Supposedly he was going to tell so they had to kill him before he went to trial because if you go to trial then they do more investigation and if you just commit suicide or if you get killed all that goes away and they stop investigating because our um criminal justice system is a hot ass mess. So but I honestly think that nine times out of ten, he's on an island because he had two islands. Billionaires. This is stuff billionaires do. You just go on an island. You don't have to ever come back to the States. Nobody ever has to see you again. And with video editing, like, nobody knows. With Hollywood, these are Hollywood people. Like, people don't understand how Hollywood the media is. Like... As real as it looks on the movies, when somebody gets shot and killed, they can they can show the bullet going through somebody's brain, just whoosh, whoosh, blood coming out on one side, the other side. You're seeing this in a video, in pictures and stuff like that. So why wouldn't you think that they can use these same video editing skills, these same camera skills, these same scripting skills, to make you believe something happened that didn't actually happen. I just, I'm just saying. I don't know. I can't say one or the other, but this is stuff, Matrix type stuff. So you can never be too vigilant and you can't trust the media at all. Like, he's probably on an island. But even, and, and I'm going into like Michael Jackson. I thought about like, and I, and I, Michael Jackson is near and dear to like so many people's hearts and that's where this comes into play. The Lucifer effect, the Lucifer effect. So if you don't understand how good people can turn evil, not even just from childhood to adulthood, Good people can turn evil in the matter in a matter of hours. Somebody can seem like they're a good person like family members you may oh I know they could never do that. i have known him for a hundred years. he could never do this da, 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 all this other stuff quote unquote good people none of us are just good people. We all have good and bad we all have the possibility to be evil If you grow up and if you're in an environment that is sick, holly weird okay for one you're a kid I don't I haven't heard anybody say this or talk about this aspect which it doesn't matter because there's no excuse for being doing this it's a hot ass mess and I'm so glad that people are talking about it you grow up as a child for one your father's abusive supposedly and I keep saying supposedly because I guess I have to feel like I'm politically correct so I guess I'll just keep saying supposedly supposedly he raped the oldest sister of the Jacksons and Toya Jackson she wrote about it in her book so this is known fact her mother knew that it was happening this is sad this is a hot ass mess this happens all the time every day and we all know about it it's a hot mess the most Toya said the most that she's ever said to joe jackson about raping her child their child is that just let her rest for today just leave her alone right now what are you serious so then when you hear people like master p and i throw anybody under the bus but there's so many people that yeah that's right that's right when you hear master p talk about how you know what It couldn't be my kids because if my kids, if somebody, if I find out my kids raping somebody or getting raped by R. Kelly or whatever, then I'm going to blow everything up. I'm going to jail. I'm da 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 da. But the stuff happens in people's homes and they say, just let her rest. Like this is happening. We know this is happening. So for a parent, and there's so much brainwash like this is such a huge topic it's gonna be really hard for me to even I don't know how long this is gonna go (sighs) so for a parent whose child who is seduced for one manipulated for two whatever by these huge images of R. Kelly of Michael Jackson of whoever If you think about it, they manipulate the parents just like they manipulate the whole entire world because people don't understand how good people turn evil or perceived good people turn evil. They don't understand the Lucifer effect. They don't understand how there's so much mind control and mind games going on when somebody wants to be a predator and they don't understand the sickness of it because Like, then the other thing, I saw Vlad TV where Bush was like, man, what? You don't need to do nothing but no. You know, he's very, but basically his point, I'll let y'all see a little clip. But basically his point is if you're as famous as R. Kelly and all these other people, well, you don't need to grab nobody because everybody's trying to grab you and all this other stuff. If you understand the psychology of a sick person who likes to rape and molest people, this, this is like, when I, I remember when I was growing up, I always believed in my mind, like, cause I feel like my mom talked about it or something. I don't know exactly, but I always had this thought in my mind that rapists and people who molest children and all this stuff was just like this old white man with a pop belly and hair all over look just looking a hot ass mess a hot mess that that's just the image that i had is this, just this creepy creature that just was a you could just see it in his eyes you just know he's just creepy that's what i i think a lot of people think this it doesn't even just have to be a white man it could be a black person or whatever but just this creepy old person that can't get no girl authentically whatever because they look horrible but that is absolutely not the case it's people who are great at sports it's people who are great in their job they look great they're healthy they come in all shapes and sizes they can be men or women they can be kind-hearted to the sick and all this stuff We need to realize that you can be a great entertainer. You can be a great person in every other area and still be sick, like deeply to your own children, to other people's children. There was, I had a story, like one of my mentors told me a story about how this doctor, pediatrician, a pediatrician was torturing his own children sexually like in Houston I think I think it was in Houston so when people say all this stuff like it doesn't matter it does not matter if somebody could get any girl that they want a predator doesn't want any girl that they want or any boy that they guy that they want they want They like the whole hunt. They like the seduction. They like the torture. They like that weird shit. So if y'all don't get that across your heads, none of this is ever going to make sense. You understand what I'm saying? None of it. There's a whole psychology. There's a whole manipulation. And I'm going to talk about the other side of this. But for anybody that is like, stop it. And then also like, oh, why did they wait this long? And uh, they just in it for the money and oh, they're dead now and they can't defend themselves and all this stuff. And I'm not saying that every single person who's made an allegation is 100% telling the truth. I'm saying that this conversation, I'm, I don't even really want to go too into details about anything because it talked about Russell Simmons, like so many people and I don't doubt any of it because this stuff comes in every single shape and size you can imagine and people don't talk about the women who sexually abuse and it's very possible for a woman to sexually abuse a woman and to sexually abuse a man a grown man and a child so get that together because that's a hot mess too when people are sitting up there oh that's not rape he just got with an older woman you're 10 years old you're 13 years old like no that's rape it's molestation people need to go to jail people need to I'm not a big people go to jail but something needs to happen because I'm real passionate about this as you can tell so yeah it's it's just really been a mess it's really frustrating hearing people talk about it especially when people say oh they're just trying to throw another black man on the bus oh bill cosby was about to own this and that doesn't he he was chilling with hugh hefner hugh hefner was a hot mess so why can't he was about to own something but guess what you was acting real silly in your past you never got remanded for that And it don't matter if you was Bill Huxtable and you raised black America to think differently and all this. That stuff does not matter. Those two can hold the same space. You can have this powerful impact on the world and be a pedophile and be a sex abuser and need to get reprimanded. There are so many people in jail for petty crimes for a sack of weed for life under the clinton administration and clinton was a pedophile probably i can't say for sure i know hillary clinton was a hot mess too that a lot of people i watched the documentary on her but i'm not even gonna get into her that's another day but um but these are people that we cutting for we cutting for bill clinton we cutting for uh bill cosby we cutting for you know all these people but you forget about the toll it takes on a woman when she believes she has to like there's so many different things to talk about with this but as far as like these people in power abusing their power you're young you have a dream you want to go after your dream and then you realize that Oh, in order to go after my dream, I have to sacrifice myself and become this hollow bodied thing, like lose my soul. And I realized early on, like from the experience I told you all about that, like I had to make a decision. Literally, I had to make a decision. I was just like and my first decision was just like, oh, I'm not dealing with this because it. It wasn't just that. It was, you know, just very sexist, very controlling of who I am as a woman, as a person, what I should be talking about, and what I'm going to have to deal with because boys will be boys. Hell no. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't have time for that. So that's not cool, and I'm not about to stand for it, and I know that if it's happening to me, that is happening to so many other people. And when I first... Like, my second decision, first decision, bump this, forget it, I don't want to deal with y'all. Second decision, you know what, I'm not about to just let y'all ruin my dreams, I have a whole life, you know, I'm like, I was like 18, 19, I'm not about to let you define my entire life, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna educate myself, for one, I'm gonna learn as much as I can learn about this whole little system that y'all have going, so I can slide on out of it and do me and educate myself on audio engineering so i don't have to deal with y'all being raggedy in the engineering rooms in the studio rooms with all these guys smoking weed and getting drunk and you just so happen to get drunk and you want to touch on me hell no not about to deal with that uh not about to deal with you taking my pictures or taking my video doing a video shoot and then think that in order to get my pictures or something I got to do something strange for some change so I'm learning videography I'm learning photography I'm learning how to DJ because look I got music I got songs I want to play and I'm not about to have to deal with you telling me something about oh well unless you want unless you do a little something you got to play my music what I got a what I'm going to learn how to DJ. I'm going to learn how to produce my own beats, write my own songs, record all of it, DJ my own parties, have my own studio, have my own camera, edit my own videos. Okay, so now if you want to work with me, if you want to work with me, if you want to work with me, not if I want to work with you, that's where it shifts for me and I was just like I don't ever have to be I don't want to be in a position where I have to work with you no you're working with me and if you want to work with me this is how things go you're not about to play with me because you can easily go I had a situation just in my studio after all this I'm teaching somebody else and been doing this for months teaching this person for months and just randomly before he leaves he kissed me on the cheek and I'm just like hold up and he left out real quick and then it just so happened he had to come back and I knew that was like because I felt I was just
5: like did he just really just do that
0: like that is not okay and so when he came back I was like look don't do that like I'm not feeling that don't ever do that again and he's like oh I'm not from this country and and, you've been from you've been not from this country for this whole past month, and you ain't ever done nothing like that. So guess what? You ain't been from this country, and you still ain't from this country, and you're not about to change it up. And and, you, and he did maybe one more class after that and was out. And, yeah. But that just, just just, like, it's a shame. It's a shame. And there's so much. There's so much. And I just wanted to get that out because – it needs to be talked about. People need to be angry. People need to be upset. People need to make more ways for women to become in the industry, entertainment industry. People talk about, how come dang? I know all these, how come ain't, women ain't doing this, doing, ain't doing that. Every step you take, you got some gatekeeper that's trying to make you do some weird stuff. And if you're not trying to do some weird stuff, some people, they have parents that are going through the industry with them like Beyonce some people have good management people have protection not everybody has that kind of protection and so if that's the case we need more people to step up and say okay let's work on something let's change the system let's be producers women let's be entrepreneurs let's be studio owners let's be whatever we need to be so we can protect our own, our women, and men, because men go through this too. People don't talk about it. Men, young men, grown men, every kind of man goes through this too. And it's a mess. And it's time for it to stop. And, you know, Holly Weird is, 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 is getting revealed. And I'm glad that we're in this age of the internet where you can't really hide too much and the stuff is coming out. You're not about to play us no longer and I think it's time for people to wake up and start to um, stop protecting these people that ain't never paid you a dime just because people were made to these people's music. That's creepy. And the point that I was about to say, and I'm talking referring to R. Kelly because people always talk about that, I was going to say, and I didn't get to that because I got passionate about some stuff. Michael Jackson, if you think about Michael Jackson, I remember hearing a song after these accusations came out and I never thought about it. This man was like 10, 11, 12 years old singing love songs to grown women. Like if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it sounds like he's insinuating sex in the songs. And yet his brothers were older, but he was like 10, 11, 12 years old. And then you think about, he's going on tour. He's in Hollywood. He's in the entertainment industry, which is already strange. His brothers are older and men are trained to f- be grown when they're born. And so he has all these other brothers. All these women are throwing themselves at him and his brothers and I thought about it like what are the chances that he was thrown some women and he was like 10 or 11 12 years old I remember and I'm not I'm I'm talking about that a little later I'm not gonna switch subjects 11 12 years old being thrown women women and these women are crazy there are crazy women they're crazy men they're crazy women like that throwing themselves on him that is rape that's rape. He's a child. He's a little kid, okay? And then having to deal with that. 9 times out of ah, t- oh, damn. 9 times out of 10 I'll talk to y'all cuz that thing went off. 9 times out of 10 he was raped by these women and nobody felt any type of way because he's this this almost a sex symbol. This little kid. And now you grow up and you despise women. You didn't have a childhood, and now you're dealing with little boys. And it's nobody saying anything about it because he's famous. He's making all this money for everybody around him, which is what people don't think about. How did nobody say anything? He's making all this money. He has all this influence for everybody around him. You say something bad about, about him, and the whole world is going to tear you to pieces. So that's messed up on so think when you're having these arguments think about that think about all of that and that's no excuse like if you're doing this type of stuff you're trash and unless we start to say these people are trash they need help they need to work on some things then things aren't going to get worked on and this stuff is still going to keep happening you're going to keep trying to raise your children up to women your daughters up i remember I, i used to sit That one day with my legs wide open, I was like 10, 11 years old. My dad got so mad at me, and I didn't understand why. And later on, I heard somebody say that to a young girl, basically like, "Uh, you don't want men looking between your legs. Well, i'm 10 years old why would a man be looking between my legs why do i close my legs because a man might a grown man might look between my 10 year old legs it's a hot mess so i'm gonna go to the next part i'm heated i'm just upset and it's a hot mess and i've been saying that word a lot but i just want y'all to feel the passion that i have and i don't want you to forget with all these different facts and all these different stories and all this different stuff going on in the news about this person what this person did this one committed suicide this one died this one took 27 trips don't forget about what we should really be talking about and that's protecting women and the next segment is about the other side of that being allies and healing and making a difference and in, in in changing this paradigm and helping to heal these women who have been through this, women and men who are st- suffering every single day because you stole something from them that you can't take back and yeah, we're gonna go into that. I'll see y'all in the next part. I don't think it really does. So is it recording me or not?
2: for are you
4: Frequency, frequently, as I release this frequency, speak to me. Every loaf, I listen, I please keep from me as I release this frequency.
1: Oh, free my
4: city, free my sea. Bless my situation, give me freedom. Bless the generation, give them mercy. Bless the situation. Oh question it lead us to salvation pour that oil please that's how we become king
5: The way you move, flowing through the universe with nothing to prove. So much to gain, but nothing to lose. Got the swag of a goddess, you can be my muse if you choose. But if you refuse, I can't even trip, won't be mad at you. I'll be mad at the peasants that tried to block your presence and dethrone a queen, but you still got the essence. And I see it, you know I see it, know I believe it. You can't hide from me, these eyes can see what you've been dreaming. Listening to the words you speak, receiving deeper meaning to people misinterpreting the things you seeking and maybe you don't really know at times that you got what it takes to be so divine i know it's hard because the world wants to see you blind but if you keep on searching surely you will find some peace of mind all choked up like a clothesline you so fine you don't even need a cosign might be the reason i'm spitting all these dope rhymes and i'm an old soul so my goals are different when i see you unfolding your soul extended got a wall of perfection blocking deep connection let your past pain alter your current perception but i don't even think we know it though still controlled by the people that hurt us the most in a generation afraid to catch feelings love will always have a low hoping maybe we can do it different maybe we can do it better than we ever envisioned the letter is written and i hope that you receive it well when you let go and let love only time will tell
0: i'm back so that last song was by me and nonchalant um i when i wrote it it was almost like one of those things where it's just an odd body experience experience and it just flows from you and i feel like a lot of the music i make and especially that song was very much about like loving women and loving a woman who has been through some things and it's taken some things for her to be strong in who she is and I feel like that's one of the missions of my life um is to love people and love women and love everybody and figure out a way to love people and love better and promote that like all of my music is very respectful to women but also just deep deep if you really listen to it and you break it down and understand some of the stuff that i talk about and like a lot of the books that i've read and just being a woman going through stuff helps me to really understand it and sometimes like if i get too caught up i forget what my purpose is where what i'm what i'm doing sometimes but i have been in a space where i've i'm remembering you know, I'm remembering why, why I'm doing what I'm doing and why I'm here, why I learned everything that I learned. And it's just really important to have these types of conversations and to do things, do something about it. And I, a few years ago, I saw this in half Price Books. It's called Allies and Healing. And I'm just like, why am I getting this book? And I, whenever I go to libraries or any kind of bookstore, I go and I want to be led to the book that I need to read. And it just so happens that one day I was led to this book. And it's basically for, it says, Allies in Healing, When the Person You Love Was Sexually Abused as a Child. So the statistics is, I think it's like one out of, three women have been either raped or sexually abused in the world. And that is horrible. That's really horrible. So there's a one out of three chance, one out of three, not out of 10, not out of a hundred, one out of three chance that the person, if you're with a woman, that she was sexually abused at some point in her life, which is horrible. But with that comes one responsibility we need to train people up to not be doing that we shouldn't have to be on the defense we shouldn't have to defend you know what i mean but since th- so much of this has happened there's so many generations and generations of women who, and men who have gone through this so now as people who haven't gone through it or even people who have gone through it we have to be educated and understand some things to really be of service and to be able to love these people because for one there's so many people that have gone through this and we'd be doing an injustice to them and ourselves if we didn't take some kind of effort to try to understand and to try to help heal because um and i'll read some expert excerpts from this book but it's tough and this is the part that 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 frustrates me about all this stuff with all these accusations and all this stuff in the news most people aren't sitting down and having these types of conversations that I'm wanting to allies and healing I have yet to see anything on any kind of media platform where anybody is saying like we know this is happening We've known it's been happening forever. So now let's become allies in healing. How can we help heal this sick world? And I don't think the world is just sick, but there's a sickness in the world. There is something that is not okay. And it's happened to so many people. Let's start to try and heal it. And I'm just not even going to keep going into the stuff that I'm, upset about that's happening because i went on a rant but this part is dedicated to people who have gone through it or this may be too much for people who have gone through it this is for the people who are with someone who's gone through it or you you're a parent you're a family member because a lot of people just don't know what to do they don't know how to deal with it and i am guilty of that like I don't know what to do either but the best thing you can do is listen and believe you know what I mean like there's so many situations where it's just like why would I lie why would this person lie why would that person lie like why what would I what good would that do for one and then for two why are you protecting an image I think the biggest thing as far as like with family they want to protect the family they want to protect the person who's doing this they want to protect the image of the family that the family is perfect and everything is this way and this story that has been told and when you introduce something like this that story gets messed up and so if you mess up the story even if that family member believes you because you're attempting to mess up the story and make this other person if you come out and tell people about this that's gonna make me look bad that's gonna make me look like a bad parent that's gonna make our family look messed up well if the family's messed up maybe it needs to look messed up and maybe people need to talk about it and so it doesn't keep messing up people's actual lives and their relationship going forward and their children and their children's children the generations that's coming behind y'all because y'all don't want to deal with it when i'm telling you so when stuff happens to somebody else or when you know you just messed up and you don't want to hear it. like when people are messed up you don't want to you don't want to you're just oh you got issues oh she got trust issues Oh, you have this issue you have that issue you something wrong with you well I told you what was wrong with me you didn't want to hear it you just wanted to act like nothing happened or you still keep in with these same people that I told you I told you, and you never confronted him. Even if you confronted him, all they gotta say is, "I didn't do it." I don't know. What we should talk about. I was crazy back then. I was young. I was drunk. I was high. Oh yeah, he was high or she was high. This that's why. So what? Like, y'all get it, and y'all need y'all get it. And it's time for people to stop defending these people, okay? It's time for something to happen. So, I will go into the book because it's a hot mess. I've been saying it this whole time. But let's talk about how this manifests in relationships, how it manifests in life, in work, in all kinds of things so intimacy so i'm reading directly from the book if you haven't seen what i said allies and healing you, you need to get it everybody on earth needs to get this book because one out of three women have been sexually abused and i don't know the statistics on men but i would not be a bit surprised if it's very high as well and this book is targeted towards men and women for men and women so it's about intimacy Survivors often develop an exaggerated need for control in their adult relationships. It's the only way they feel safe. They also struggle with commitment. Saying yes in a relationship means being trapped in yet another family situation where abuse might take place. So the survivor panics as your relationship gets closer. Certain that something terrible is going to happen, she pulls away, rejects, or tests you all the time. So I'm sure... From me reading that, a lot of y'all have thought about all kinds of different people that are this way. And, you know, in our society, we see things at face value. We see the matrix that, you know, this thing that people have, this facade, whatever they're saying or whatever they're, how they're acting, but we don't look deeper to figure out why are you acting this way? What is the deeper cause? And that doesn't mean to say, oh, You just acting like this because this happened to you when you was little. No. Okay, stop. It means that we need to be patient. We need to have understanding. And we need to communicate. And we need to be able to... They need to be able to talk. Everybody needs to be able to have these conversations. And that's why I talked about tell me. I, I played tell me. Because the worst thing that can happen is that th- all these things are happening within someone and it's not being let out. It's not being talked about. There's all this anger. Can you imagine the anger that someone would have if that happened to them once or repeatedly? The anger. And so when they're in intimate situations or they're in sexual situations, it can be difficult, very difficult for these for for people to deal with because And that's like the worst thing you could possibly do to somebody because the reason most of us are here, like the thing that drives us is love. So when somebody messes with your love, your ability to love and the feeling of worthiness of love, then that's your whole world. That's your whole life. Like that's something that you like people are sent to jail for robbing someone that is this is the worst robbery you could possibly do to somebody and I want people to listen to this and get this message like that's it's some deep stuff and people make it seem like it's just oh people are more more angry when somebody is hurt physically than when they're hurt emotionally or when they're hurt in this sexually which is, so this happens, and I'll read another part, um, so the effects of abuse, another thing is, other time. Ta- it says, many survivors are celibate, choose partners who don't want sex, or find other creative ways to avoid having a full sexual life, um, other times, He or she may experience flashbacks to the abuse in which he can't differentiate between you, his partner today, and the abuser. So basically that looks like, you know, you may be getting into an argument or you may be in a sexual experience and all of a a sudden this person just becomes limp. And you're just like, what is going on? You're just into it. And this person may have just gone into a flashback, and you became the abuser in that moment. And so, for one, stop. For two, check up on this person. Ask them your lover, whoever it is. If this is a, pers- a person that you love and you care about, you would I would expect you to want to know what's going on, and not be selfish in that moment and just talk about it because I think for me my view of sex is different than most people's views a lot of people view sex as just this I'm not gonna say a lot of people I don't know how people view sex but in the media it's just this tool for pleasure or this thing that you do to connect with people which that's a part of it but I think a bigger part of it is that there's healing that happens when you're having sex with the right person and the intentions are right and you love each other it can be a very healing thing to let go of everything and just be bare and when you're bare like that emotional trauma may come up whether it's it may not be sexual abuse it could be all kinds of different things that ha- happen to you because you're so bare and you're so naked you're naked in front of this person so all kinds of things come up. So if that stuff comes up, time to communicate. It's time to talk about it because if it stays in, then it can keep happening. It can show up in different areas of the relationship and it's just bad. It's just not good. So another thing is um, sex becomes the primary way he or she feels connected and cared for. Um never having learned how to say no to sex he or she takes the position if someone wants me of course i have sex with them sex becomes a source of power a way of manipulation and to gain control so sex has been used to control people for a very long time um in marriages in just society ways of abusing people to keep them in line with what you want them to do and also on the other end ways to get what you want and it's just tough it's tough and it's something that needs to change of course like if we have more education for one because for one we don't get educated on sex the only thing we get educated on sex about is what not to do but as far as what to do, nobody talks about it unless it's, like, ways to keep your pl- your partner engaged during sex and stuff like that. We don't talk about, you know, the different ma- manipulations that people do to keep you and to control you through this powerful energy that creates life and creates creativity, music, all kinds of different things. Businesses are made from the same creativity, and there's always two sides of the coin so a lot of people don't talk about that side of it and because people don't talk about the healthy beautiful parts because so many people are having sex as teenagers before their brain is fully developed your brain is not fully developed until you're 25 so whatever immature thoughts or However, you're thinking in your, your teenage years and all this stuff like that, or oh, we'll have to have sex to keep a man or a woman, or, you know, I need to build up my sex game and all this stuff, but you haven't taken care of your emotional baggage and all this other stuff that comes up. You're just not dealing with it. So I think it's healthy to deal with this, healthy to heal. And healing is not pretty. It's not cute. It's not an Instagram picture with some sage. It's not... It's tears. It's looking a mess. Hair all on top of your head. It looks like... A tornado that came through your whole place, your whole apartment, your whole life. Healing... Healing is not cute. But until you heal it's always going to be, it's always going to be a dark cloud, there's so many people that are taking antidepressants, people are committing suicide, people are going through hell, and with consumerism, we want to buy away all our feelings, we want to like up all our feelings, comment, if we get this extra comment, this extra like, maybe, you know, I'll feel a little bit better for two seconds, but if we're not healing or seeking to heal, seeking to do that uncute stuff and dig, like dig deep, then in 10, 20 years, what will that have done? Like that's the work that I'm interested in and that's the work that I've been seeking to do for a very long time in qu- in silence because it's not for everybody it's not, for everybody to you know, it's not some stuff to show off. It's not like a Bentley or, a or you know, a vacation picture. You know what I mean? This is stuff that you won't ever see physically. It's spiritual. It's mental. It's health. You know what I mean? And so I think that's a movement that is important to, to really start having. And I think conversations like this is a part of that. Like we need to be having these conversations with our family. And that goes into family. So if the survivor's abuse took place in her or he or she, his or her or both family relationship with her family is likely to be strained. The essential mistrust, silence and abuse of power that existed in her family are probably still there. So that kind of goes into what I was talking about with in the last part with um joe jackson and toya and the oldest jackson sister uh where the mother knew that he was abusing her the entire time and the most that she said was oh just leave her alone for today let her rest and you know it's happening happening there are people that know it's happening or know that it happened And they see the effect of their children. They see the effect that it's having on their child, their own child, their child. Your child is telling you what's happening. Your family member is telling you what's happening. You see the effect that is happening on them. But you're you're silent because of this image that you want to have of the family that you want to keep it perfect. And no wonder people don't that they don't want to come around. They shouldn't know why He at the family reunion. She at the family reunion. She's sitting there across the table. You know what happened, but you say nothing. You know everybody knows, but you still okay with this person being free, scot free, and nobody's saying anything. Like, imagine that. I want every single person that is listening to this, every single person that's watching this, imagine that. And I think that's what it's going to take because people are always, you know, about this, you know, be positive, all this stuff. It's going to take for some people, I if you wonder what I'm looking at, there is some kind of I don't know what this thing is. It's just doing tricks on my table. And I can't even concentrate, wouldn't it? Anyways. So I want it's going to take for every single person to visualize themselves, whether you are one of these people who have uh, sexually abused someone where you don't have to visualize it because maybe it's something that you've been through or whatever. But imagine that as far as like a partner, being a partner, because I've talked to somebody who was in a relationship with somebody that had been sexually abused. And he was just like, yeah, all the girls say that. And it, he basically he was trying to talk to me. This is when I first came out about why I it'd be my best bet to just be with men because women have gone through a lot and all this stuff you don't want to be dealing with. And basically he said, you know, you you don't understand. Like if you want to deal with women crying all the time and going through sexual abuse and you know what I'm saying? Because my girl she went through it and I got to deal with that. I was like, what? Sir, like that's a mess. Like that's a mess. Like if you don't want to go through that, that's not somebody you should be with. If you if you feel like that, like I I mean I know we in a generation to cut them off, cut them off. But you know I think people need to, and I'm not even I'm saying all this. People need to, people need to, people need to. I am one of these people, and I have not been the best person to talk to about this before I like I've messed this up too and that's why I feel like I was led to this book so I can have more compassion and even after reading this book even after saying this podcast I still may go out in the world and not have enough compassion as much compassion as I should as I need to but I'm going to be working on that and I think that We should all strive to to work on that because we need people healed. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. So, I'm going to keep going through this. So, um, this may leave her feeling crazy, depressed, or invalidated when she has contact with her family. So, if you can think about that, like I said, if you can imagine how it would feel to know that, like somebody raped you your whole family knows that they raped you your mother your father your cousins everybody your sisters brothers they know that this person raped you but they're sitting on the other side of the picnic table and people are just going over "Ha what happened to you last week and you're just isolated like it takes for you to imagine that that pain where you know that this person has hurt you in a way that you can't even express they're sitting at the picnic table your family who claims to love you so much is kicking and laughing and joking with this person that raped you or that molested you or that abused you in any kind of way it's almost like if this person would have just like knocked you out beat you to a pulp and has you in the hospital they'd be a lot more mad if you would have been physically they could physically see you, you got a black eye and all this stuff like that but if you were to look at somebody's emotions their sexual being as just being torn to pieces ripped to shreds and you have to deal with Putting that back together, and it wasn't your fault. That's another part of it. It wasn't your fault in the first place because you were young, or whatever the case may be. You didn't deserve it, and now you—it's your responsibility. Oh, you need to get it together. Or you got issues. There's something wrong with you. It's your responsibility. Now it's your responsibility to get it together, or to figure it out, or to let go, or forgive, and all this other stuff. When they're forgetting what you went through or they just don't care. And even if they do care, they don't act like they care because if you cared, this person would not be able to sit across the table and you laughing with them and joking with them as if nothing ever happened. Okay. So hopefully some people get that. I know that some people won't because there's denial, but I'm hoping that if you're watching this and you have been through that, that you know that there are people that get it. There are people that understand. There are people out there that will love you, that will care, that will go through this and read this book so you, so that they can know how to love you, right? I'm getting choked up. Um, That will know how to, they to love you that will want to love you the way that you deserve to be loved and will want to help you carry that baggage and they're not just going to call you a bag lady and they're not just going to tell you to deal with it and leave you to your own devices they're going to go out there and try to find as many devices like look boo let's go um i just watched on oprah she said if you could do this this and the third or mate let's go to counseling like maybe we need to burn some sage and meditate we need to get some crystals we need to read this book i'll read this book for you i know you can't deal with it right now but i'ma read this book and when you're ready i have a book that you can read or even if you're never ready i'm always ready i'm ready okay there's people like that and that's what i want people to know more than anything is that there are people out there that care and You can find those people and hopefully more people can become that way and maybe I can just help some people want to be that way, whether it's through my music, through um, these podcasts, through any videos that I make, whatever, my presence, I'm working to be better. And if I am with someone who has gone through that or if I'm dealing with somebody who's gone through that that comes through the studio or whatever the case may be, I can be a better person for them. But, yeah. So I want to read like one more. My camera's dying, um, but this is a very important topic. So I'm going to choose one more thing that I've highlighted okay most survivors have spent their lives trying to forget to let the past take care of itself to let bygones be bygones um unfortunately the effects of abuse don't go away that easily when survivors shove the abuse away it continues to leak out into their lives showing up in poor self-esteem self-destructive behaviors troubled relationships work problems and difficulties with sex and i talked about a lot of that the only thing that i didn't talk about is um like work problems and purpose finding your purpose as someone who has gone through this type of abuse a lot of times um people are just indecisive or they can't figure out you know what what they what they want to do with their lives because They have been, and it talks about their, they've been used as sex and they can all, not all the time, but it's hard for them to think about their value aside from sex. Like what, who am I without sex? Like who am I without a relationship, without someone telling me how much, how good I am, how beautiful I am, how this I am, whatever. Like how can I have a purpose? Like my purpose to this person was sex, and that's it that's the only time I was good to them and I don't know if I could be good to the world without it relating to sex or anything like that so it can be really hard to understand like what your purpose is and a lot of people who go through this are extremely powerful healers extremely powerful healers because you understand something on a level that most people never will understand you have a you have the capacity to have a type of compassion that surpasses so many different types of people. So it makes you a better teacher. It makes you a better human. If you can transmute this pain, this torture, this horrible situation into something that is gold, that is beautiful and everything can be transmuted into something beautiful and it takes healing. It takes allies and healing it takes um people who believe in you it takes people who you know even as far as a relationship if your focus is, is a relationship if you get into a relationship and I don't think there's anything wrong with someone always being in a relationship sometimes people need that but I say I think that you know if you can get a relationship with someone who believes in you and not just sex they don't just want you for sex they don't just want a relationship this little picket fence thing you play barbie and ken and like they want healing they want something real tangible that when you whether you stay in this relationship with this person or you go on to a different relationship you know that there was some substance that happened there there's some growth so that's what i'm gonna finish on and i hope you guys enjoyed this i know this was longer than usual but i think it needs to be longer than usual um because it's a big topic i will keep talking about things like this i'll have guests on talking about stuff but i think this is just a very intimate thing and it needs to be talked about so i thank you guys for listening like subscribe comment share this with people that you feel like needed and i'll see you